Bluff City Media presents The Anthony Sane Show on YouTube at Bluff City Media. Stepping up to the microphone is your host, Anthony Sane. Acknowledge me. What up, what up, what up? Welcome everyone to The Anthony Sane Show, episode two. Y'all made it back with your boy. We are here live. At the Bluff City Media Studios, my boy Kenny Stubblefield behind the glass. Kenny, what's up with you, bro? My God, man, it's good to see you again, bro. Man, it's good to be here, man. It's good to be here uh, on this this beautiful. Uh, we're recording here live on a Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. You guys are watching this around 3 p.m. Shout out to the people who set their alarms on their phones and set notifications on to uh, uh, to watch the show here at three o'clock. Can I got a little beat? I got a couple of bones to pick with you too, man. I got you, man. Come on. I noticed on everybody else's show, they still be having the countdown, man, the announcement, and it's coming at three, and you know, uh, give you the, you know, you got the timer saying when to come on. My, my shit just kind of come on. Like, well, let me tell you what happened. All right, um, man, for sideline. I, I, I smell racist. Uh, <laughs> I screwed up, man. I, I you know, I will come and get a countdown. I mean, I, know. I mean, come on, bro. Listen, man. Well, listen. It ain't racist if it's. If it's I have, I have from the beginning. Do I got to? I got to like public confess that I love white women to get you to, to <laughs> oh, give Jesus. me a countdown? What I gotta do? What more do you want from me, Kenny Stubblefield? Man, listen, I am. Uh, I'm a slacker, man. I don't know what to tell you, But bro. can I get a countdown? Will today's show you. have a countdown? Today's show's going to have a four-minute countdown if you okay, want bit, it. Okay, bit. Because I, I noticed my guys, shout out to my guys with uh, Grizz 901. Check those guys out as well. I was watching the other day. Them folks had a countdown. Fireworks went off, and I'm like, damn. Hey, that's that's Daniel Greer, man. Oh, okay. So he doing that himself? Yeah, he does that himself. What I got to do? Hey, bro, I know how to do this stuff. Man. I got you, man. All right, all right bro. All right, I got you. All right, all right, all right we cool. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, there's, there will be a count. You guys probably saw a countdown before you saw the show today. If you uh, didn't, if you didn't, Anthony's gonna kill me oh, on live issue, uh, man. Twitter, man. Already, yeah. man, the man. But last week's show, man, it was supposed to come out at three. I'm, I'm on, I'm on CP time, man. It's, I said, y'all, hey, probably looking at five, y'all. <laughs> man, I'm gonna get y'all tomorrow in the morning. I said, oh, man, my boy Kenny, we had some technical difficulties last week. We had some technical yeah, difficulties. Man. It's, it's man. all good, bro. You but, know. But thank you guys for checking out episode one. You guys are back, episode two. Thank you for all the reviews, the comments, positive and negative. We appreciate you guys. Um, people listening to the podcast, subscribing on uh, whether it be Stitcher, whether it be Apple Podcasts, uh, whether it be uh, Spotify. We appreciate y'all, man, for uh, for rocking with us. We're here for episode two. A lot of things have happened since the last time we talked. The most pressing thing is what we will start the show off with today. Let me kind of give y'all a rundown of what y'all are going to see today. Uh, we're going to open up the show talking about, of course, John Morant was on Instagram. Uh, that that typically is going to end up being something you don't want to hear uh, when, the, when the conversation starts off with John Morant was on Instagram. But he was on Instagram the other day uh, giving some shouts out to his family, and it got kind of – it went left. And we're going to talk about that today. And everyone instantly became a, a neuro, uh, 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 what's the word am I trying to say? A neuro ana, ana, analyst. It was a lot of uh, uh, analyzing <laughs> what uh, everyone uh, became a psychiatrist all of a sudden uh, in, in light of John Morant's um, Instagram post. We'll talk about that today. Also, now we had a big guest last week. We had Jason Smith, my, my homie, my brother, my friend, my mentor, uh, came on with us. He did a great, had a great segment. We talked about job with the whole shoe situation, parenting and that whole thing with that. Uh, we have another guest today. 
uh, the Michael Cole from the Commercial Appeal, he is the Grizz writer. He is the not the only Grizz writer that Memphis has ever known, but he is a close friend of mine, brother. We just kind of lashed together like we've been knowing each other from, from our first conversation. He's going to come on today. John Moran dropped the shoe today. No one in the city would be better suited to talk about that shoe dropping other things around it. Got some haters on my boy. I, 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 I might have to get on y'all ass today just to let y'all know, man. Because as, as some people trying to take some little slick, slick jabs in my boy, I might, may or may not, Hop upon y'all asses like a dookie diaper today uh, in the second segment. But it's such a big segment today, such a big guest. He's going to do two segments. We're going to have DeMichael Cole here for two segments today. We're going to talk to him, and we're going to wrap up the show with Inside the Same Brain, a topic that has just been bothering me. I'm going to keep it secret. We're just going to drop it, drop it and talk about it. I'm not going to let y'all know what's coming. But Inside the Same Brain will be coming in the final segment of the show. But, uh, of course, the most pressing news information since the last time we talked, is definitely the situation with John Morant. Uh, John Morant took to Instagram. He posted a story on Instagram. Uh, for you, those of you who don't know, there are two ways, well, yeah, pretty much two basic ways you can post on Instagram. You can post a, 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 a story, which is something that's going to disappear in 24 hours, or you can post something that's to your account, whether that be a picture or a reel or a video or whatever you're doing. John did the the, the temporary 24-hour thing. And in that story, he posted some very nice pictures as well of uh, his mom, his dad. Someone said his sister. I didn't see that one, but they said it was his sister and uh, a picture of Kari. And then a final slide that said it had a John the Grizzlies jersey, and it said simply the words by, B-Y-E with a period at the end. Um, Someone brought it to my attention on Twitter. I went and looked on Instagram. There was nothing there but the by. Uh, screen. I looked it up on Twitter and saw the other pictures of his dad, his mom, and Okari. You know, on, on Twitter you can only post four pictures, so I guess his sister didn't make the count. P- people were telling me that his sister was in the story as well. Um, and people kind of ran with <clears throat> making the assumptions of what that may be about. Uh, and right now, we know with the things that Jaws done, anything he tweets, anything he posts on Instagram, uh, Kenny will lead t- people to kind of, you know, wonder, you know, what's this all about? So people became investigators, of course, and there were four things that crossed my mind, not the, that particularly that I thought the, the post was about, but really just things that I know people were going to kind of run with. The first thing that I thought people would run with is that Ja is leaving the Grizzlies. Uh, the, this final picture had Ja in a Grizzlies jersey saying the words bye. And you know how every time somebody posts anything, Giannis, um, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, LeBron, whoever, anytime somebody, an NBA player, posts anything, you'll see people say, uh, come to Boston or yeah. come to L.A. Or, you know, like like NBA players can just get up and go where they want to go at any time. <laughs> so I, I figured that was going to come. This so, ain't the transfer portal. Son. Right, right, exactly. Josh not on NIL deal. Penny probably could get a job too, man. He probably could get him some a little penny. Absolutely. Thing or something. Anyway, well, um. But yeah, that, that's that's the first thing I thought people were gonna run with. I thought people were gonna say, Jaws leaving the Grizzlies, like he's about to leave. Um, that was the number one thing. Number two, um, I was. This is one of my thoughts. I thought that Jaw was about to take a another tour of his whole mental health facility thing that he did uh, a few weeks ago, or well, a few months ago, whatever it was. I thought he was gonna be doing something like that. I thought that was him saying goodbye to his family because he was about to take another trip away from his family and go, you know, do another bid in the mental health facility that he was in uh, last time. And I was, you know, kudos to that. 
Another thought, which was actually what was going on, was that um, Ja was about to go into dark mode, that he was about to log off of the internet, um, social media, start, you know, preparing for the offseason, um, preparing for the next season, you know, getting his workouts in, those type of things. Um, or just, you know, realizing that social media has been kind of a common, you know, catalyst of a lot of stuff he's had going on. So that's what I thought for the most part. And then, of course, there were people who now I'm gonna I'm gonna there's certain words that I, I think you can't say on YouTube, Kenny. So I'm gonna talk around those. Yeah, let's be careful. Words. Yeah, because yeah. uh, you know we we're not doing this for free. We do want all the money that YouTube has for us as well. So um, there were there were people who were uh, not assuming, but hoping that Job ja, ja wasn't in a position where he may have been preparing to do commit self harm to himself. Um, that conversation came up. And that's that's something that I thought people would think, but that wasn't what I thought. The same brain in me. Um, somebody needs to sponsor that segment too, man. Y'all need to throw some money at that segment. It'll, it'll bless you. But no. Nah. <laughs> there, there I, I figured that people would start thinking that way, that John may do something to himself. And that seemed to be the assumption that people kind of ran with the most. Um, because, you know, just being honest, there's a lot of things that John's going through that could lead to that type of thought. Um He's kind of becoming a meme on Twitter. I've heard a lot of people talk about her. Uh, Jeff Calkins talk about this. Gary Parrish talk about this. How if 20, 30 people attack me on Twitter, I harvest it. You know what I mean? And I deal with it. Like, if certain, like um, you, can, you can have a, a million people on Twitter who are, who are showing you love, who are, who are respecting you, who subscribe to everything you do, retweet everything you put out, listen to your shows, comment, share your stuff, you know, really support you, show up to your watch parties, all those type of things. But you can have one jackass in your comments or that tweets at you, you know, that can, you know, ruin your whole day. So imagine what Jaws going through when millions of people on Twitter are, and you look up and there's a new meme for you, you know, every day, every few hours. There's somebody with Photoshop, you know, making these things to make fun of you. And I'll even admit myself, even after all this stuff went out, I found a pretty funny John Morant meme, uh, Kenny Stubblefield. He was, uh, it was Jaws and... He was doing the, the the starting lineup thing, and there was a metal detector at the end of the line. For yeah, <laughs> and I thought it was funny as shit. And this happened in the middle of right. you know people wanting this job about to you know self harm or whatever. So um, I get it. I get how people could think that way. I didn't think that way. I wasn't thinking that way at all. It looked to me like he was about to log off, like he was about to go offline. And this is the reason why. This this is how I saw it. A lot of people. Shout out to Gary Parrish. Y'all know Gary Parrish is the GOAT in my eyes um, in this in this realm, in this arena. Um, Gary, with all due respect, he was Gary was saying things like, if, if if he was just logging off the internet, he wouldn't be acknowledging his parents, he wouldn't be acknowledging his daughter, those type of things. And I totally took it a different way than how Gary saw it. Yep, me too. When I saw it, I was like, it to me it was like, Ja was saying, look, I, I hear all what y'all are saying. I hear y'all saying how social media is killing me or whatever, and social media is doing this, doing that. And to me, my mom is hell of important. My dad is important. Right. My daughter is important. But this social media shit ain't. It's not important. It's not important. Yeah. Deuce. Yeah. I'm out. That, that's how I took the, the entire time. That's how I took it. I didn't want to talk about it much on Twitter because I didn't want to argue with people. And I, and I also did want to prepare for the worst. I didn't want to be out talking about – I didn't want to minimize what he was saying. And then something actually does happen 
then I'm looking st- I'm looking dumb because I didn't, you know, I, I ignored the signs or whatever. Well, sometimes it's best just to not say anything, mm-hmm. right? Because like, no, nobody we don't knew, know, man. Nobody don't know. Knew. Yeah, yeah, nobody knew. So uh, information came out later that day, uh, early that afternoon, um, saying that the, uh, the, the the police department had did a, a wellness check on Ja. He was good, and it came, the story came out confirming that he was just taking time off of social media. I have a question about that saying. Go ahead. Who? I wish I was that important, man. Well, yeah, that that. Why well, could just kind of say something on, on the internet and then like police show up like, man, you good? Yeah, man, I'm good. Appreciate. It. Well, my question is, <laughs> like, we know we know kind of the general area that Ja lives in mm-hmm. in the city, right? I couldn't tell you specifically where he lives. You might. I've actually been in Ja's house. Okay, but, but Ja didn't live there at the time. Okay, someone else did. But, but my, I've been I've been in there, Ja. My question is, like, it had to the the person who called for a wellness check the sheriff's office isn't going to just do a wellness check that someone's mm-hmm. going to have to call and yeah. request one that person had to had to have been close because it they knew where to look right yeah. they knew where to send the sheriff's office to mm-hmm. is that a what are your thoughts on that like is that is that a little bit strange to you that someone close to him or do you think that am i over overthinking that or I, what? I would assume that that call came out from his employer I, w- I would assume that they came out from the Grizzlies. That's that's the that's the theory that makes sense to me. Okay. I don't think it was like a buddy of his. I think they could have just, you know, I the, the, the Grizzlies have an asset to protect them, John. So I I would assume that, yeah, it came from from them. I don't know. I mean, that's what I, that's what I would assume. Okay. Um, but then when the information came out that Ja was fine, he was just you know getting ready to log off um, of, of of social media, whatever. And then a whole nother type of criticism came at Ja, which I totally didn't. And that's the part that was funny because you got people who were saying, Ja just needs to get off the internet. He just needs to get off of social media. Ja gets off social media and people are then criticizing how he got off of social media. And it was wild, man, just to see the range of emotions and how they shifted that day from people saying, man, I hope Ja's okay. And, and all the, the gossip sites and the, and the aggregators on Twitter and the people who share numerous uh, memes or, or articles against Ja or whatever, all these people were, oh, man, I hope Ja's fine and, you know, I hope he's good. And he, that kid's been going through a lot. Yeah, y'all have given him a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've been destroying this dude for the last few weeks. And then, and then we have the audacity to say that we're worried about him. We hope he's fine. And then even with that, that turned into, oh, he's just a – look at him. He's just uh, – he, he's a narcissist, or he's just seeking for attention. He's thirsty for attention. I'm like, dude, weren't y'all just like mourning this whole situation a minute ago? Like, it to see to see that whole thing flip up was was kind of sad, kind of disgusting, and um, I don't know, man. Like, it, it's people just just people just did the most all around to me. What what are your thoughts on some of the stuff you saw, Ken? Yeah, man. I mean, I agree with you. It's a weird dynamic. We live in a weird and within age. hours, people were within all hours. over the place with y'all. Like. I mean, I, I think, you know, both of us are old enough to remember life without social media mm-hmm. and and, Jai doesn't. and people having the platform mm-hmm. to be able to literally say whatever they want to say and and feel like they have a platform in which to say it. And in a lot of ways, that's been really good for people that are, um, you know, that, 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 that aren't the all rich, the all powerful, the whoever they are mm-hmm. having a platform to be able to speak their truth. Right. But what it's done is it's given a lot of people who maybe not maybe aren't as mentally stable as they should be mm-hmm. 
to have a platform to be able to say things that they say what you want to say, say what you want to yeah. say, and just tee off on 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 anybody and say, and you can hide behind a fake account, all those type of things. So it, yeah. me and you are not we we are about as low celebrity status mm -hmm. as anybody in the city in mm -hmm. terms of we have a platform in which we were able to come on and do you know share our thoughts and people right. like it and all that kind of stuff. But imagine being Ja, mm -hmm. and and it makes you go. I recognize why celebrities tend to not mess with their own social media. Yeah. Why they let other people on their payroll mess with and their social media. Well. And they pay them yeah. well to mm -hmm. do it because it can really screw up your mental yeah. if you got people being able to come into your phone on a daily basis. And, and just invade your space. Invade your space. Your peace. Attack it. 100%. I've got a policy now, man. I used to didn't have this policy. I had people telling me, man, don't don't give people the 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 the... Uh, the satisfaction of of going to your page and seeing that they're blocked. That's not my strategy at all now. Like if if anybody comes to me halfway disrespectful, anything I feel like they're intentionally trying to attack my peace, you get up out of here, man. Like yeah. quickly. Like quickly I'm blocking you. You start but to realize like, John can't block that many people, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you start to yeah. realize, man, like people don't have there is nothing in this world, there's no relationship in this world mm -hmm. that gives people the right to invade your space and disrupt your peace. No, not at all. You've got to be able to take care of yourself. Yeah. yeah. So now the question is, a lot of people are asking, is this for real? How long would y'all be off? I don't think he'll be off long. I, if he could just do it until the season starts, I would love it. Do I expect that? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, but here's my here's my final words I have for John Morant and this whole thing. I'm glad you're good. I'm glad you're taking time away. I'm glad that you did. Uh, acknowledge the things that are important, man. You know, your family, your 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 mom, your dad, your daughter, you know, your sister, your blood, man, your, your legacy and your child. All those things are super important. I'm glad he gets that. Um, like I said, man, like I talked about in episode zero and in episode one as well, um, dude, your behavior may, be, may not be linear. You, you may get better. You may have ups and downs as far as doing dumb stuff. But, man, if you could just keep this stuff offline, hey, play the game, dude. I've seen plenty of dudes come through Memphis who just played the game. I've seen plenty of dudes throughout the entire NBA, they just played the game. They never really stopped the behavior, but you thought they did. You know what I mean? They were able to mask it enough for you. We, nobody really knew what they were doing. Y'all do the same thing. This city will get behind you, man. I promise you that. There's a lot of things you can do to re rehabilitate your image locally and nationally. It doesn't really take much. There are guys who've done a whole lot more than flash a gun on the, internet, on, on the Internet. Um and they, they've their image has been totally restored um, in real life and in you know athletics. So, you know, job be fine. Uh, I'm glad he's good. I'm glad everybody's good. But yeah, we'll, we'll take a break, man. When we come back, Josh dropped the shoe today. We're gonna talk to the man who can definitely talk about that. One of y'all out there, even though y'all hate him, my boy, man. We're gonna we gonna get y'all ass though. He coming up next is the Michael Cole for the commercial appeal. He'll be back when we return on the Anthony Sane Show. What's up, guys? I'm so excited to announce that we have partnered with Coaching for Literacy, and you can read more about them at coachingforliteracy.org or follow them on social media at Coaching for Literacy. Your subscription to Bluff City NIL is 100% tax deductible because of our partnership together. Thank you for supporting Memphis Tiger student-athletes and helping promote the monumental cause of childhood literacy.
All right, we back from the Edge of the Same Show. Appreciate y'all for rocking with us, man. Today we have a very special guest. A good friend of mine. Might be the best B-Writer in the city of Memphis. I think he is, uh, by comparison to these other scrubs out here. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> y'all give it up for my boy, DeMichael Cole, man. He is the Grizzlies B-Writer for the Commercial Appeal. A sneaker connoisseur as well. I called his brother about stuff that I... My old ass does not understand Kenny Stubberfield. <laughs> Anytime I got a question about, you know, the young stuff, I can call my boy the Michael Cole. The boy's super fresh, super fly with the, you know what I'm saying? He got, he got his shit yeah, on today. Michael, how old are you, man? <laughs> uh, 26. I'm 26. I'm what? 26 Kenny. Man, you make me feel old as hell, man. <laughs> man, I'm, four, I'm about to be. I'm 42. We 43. I'm 43. You 42, dude. 26. It's my guy right here, though, man. The Michael Cole. The Michael, first of all, bro, uh, just to catch everyone up. Last week there was a lot of talk. Uh, mm-hmm. There were some. There were several things that were pretty obvious that were being pointed to something with Ja and his shoe. You could tell there was something that wasn't right. Yeah, I gave you a call. I said, "Man, I'm on my I'm on my Nike app because yeah. you know I have my son who's a Ja Moran fan, yep. sneak, uh, young sneakerhead. He uh, he represents well at St. Dominic Catholic School. Um, <laughs> he comes with the shoes. These other dudes don't know nothing about. He's a little fresh prince of yeah." Of uh, whatever part of town it is. Fresh Prince of St. Dominic is what he is. So, um, of course, I'm keeping up with it, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I noticed on my Nike app that the Jaw 1 shoe was on there, the new one that right. just came today. And you could click it and say, this shoe's not available on the Nike app. Click here to go to the sneakers app. And uh, so I went to the sneakers app. The shoe was there. And then the very next day, I checked it again. And... It wasn't on the Nike app anymore, but it was still on the sneakers app. Mm-hmm. But on the list of shoes, like, coming soon, it wasn't on there. Mm-hmm. So I said, let me call DeMichael. Because I, I, I get texts from Jason Smith. He's going crazy. Oh, man, I'm telling you, man. You know, you know Jason, I'm telling you, man. It ain't on there. It ain't on there. So Jason texts me. He's telling me. I'm like, Jason, relax, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's those sneakers. It's, it's not a regular Nike shoe, like Nike mm-hmm. stepping up. Game. This is my interpretation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know. So I called you, and you was like, nah, man. I don't think it's nothing. I don't think it's nothing. And then you drop a story. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, shit. If the Bible's dropping a story, maybe I should worry about this. You know what I mean? Maybe I should be a little bit more concerned. And uh, your story talked about how uh, the third-party companies, yep. the 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 Hibbit Sports, uh, yep. Fitness Lines or whatever, weren't particularly, uh, didn't have the shoe on their website. And uh, there were people on Twitter telling me, the sne- guys who I respected, the sneakerheads or consumers, way more consumers than me, because if it's not in a, ten, in a, in a tub, Free at a Nike giveaway or uh-huh. at the outlet store, I ain't gotta have it. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm I'm not the aficionado when it comes down to this stuff. So um I was leading to what people were saying on Twitter plus what you were saying. Um so you put out an article about these things and I was like, Yeah, man, uh this looking like mm-hmm. <laughs> it might be something mm-hmm. to this. Yeah. And then me and uh, uh Jason Smith came on last week. We talked about it, it felt kind of pause-ish. Yeah. Like there yeah. was something about to happen. Um but my question for you, to Michael Cole, is why don't you want to see John Morant win? Why don't you want to see his shoe be successful? Why are you up? Why are you uh, – no, all jokes aside. No, yeah. but what happened, though? Because something yeah. clearly happened. Like, it, it was – you could look at the thing, the move, way things were moving. Third-party stores, didn't, a lot of them didn't have the shoe on there at all. Yeah. Nike was even kind of changing their stuff on their website. Like I said, at first you could go on the Nike website. It'll tell you go find the shoe on sneakers. The, the skew was removed, which I heard yeah. people acting like that was the, oh, no, mm-hmm. something happened. Like mm-hmm. the skew's gone, like that matters. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, you know what I mean? So what happened? The shoe did drop uh, yep, today, or if you're listening Friday, yesterday. 
Them hoes sold out in, in one minute. Quickly. Uh, so what happened? Man, a lot happened. And, and no, first of all, are you a op, the Michael Cole? Man, <laughs> are you hating on Twitter? No, go ahead. Man, I know you know. Everybody know. I'm I'm born and raised in Memphis. Yeah, man. yeah. I, I really. Anybody think I'm I'm anything like that? I, I laugh it off. Yeah, I know, like, it, bro. Go ahead. I bleed this city, <laughs> but like for real, like more than some of these outside Ooh, people. Say a name, man. But, say say no, 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 man. No, 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 no. But but for real though. All like, right, go ahead. The thing is, I say these folks' name, bro. <laughs> Kind of certain stuff, you know, Giannato and them like, hey, man, man, you can't, you can't go on there and, I mean, you know, saying no trap, trap you into this stuff, man. Bro, but, but regarding the shoe, bro, like, here, here's the thing. Uh, it was, it was so much going on behind the scenes uh-huh. that, that a lot of people didn't pay attention to. And, you know, I wrote two stories. I wrote the initial story uh, that basically said what everyone knew. Cause you dropped the trump card on their ass today, bro. You yeah. can't make it like, yeah, bro. Let me let me let y'all know something real. Yeah, quick. and and that story that I dropped yesterday or today, whenever you're yeah. listening to it, but on the same day as the shoe released, uh the thing is, a lot of that information, I mean you mm-hmm. I already knew mm-hmm. a lot of that information yeah. a week in advance. Right. And it's like But you didn't want to just hit them with all that, man. You seen training day. Yeah. Seen training day before. One of my favorite lines in training day, and it applied to journalism. Is when he looking at Jake and they mm-hmm. in the room. You remember he tell him he said it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. Right. Remember mm-hmm. that scene? Mm-hmm. He said it's not what you know, it's, it's what, what you, you can, can prove. prove. And I knew all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. his, people, people. I was talking to people, reaching out to people. People reaching out to me. You you mentioned the conversation we had, and what stood out to me was the fact that you know a lot of the places like Finish Line, for example, Finish Line. If if something is on Finish Line's lunch calendar, mm-hmm. it's projected it's to drop, mm-hmm. and it may get moved, it may get, but it's if it's on the lunch calendar, it's coming. Right. And the Jawans were on the Finish Line lunch calendar, mm-hmm. and you know you mentioned Hibbit Sports. Even at the time that I wrote the first story, Hibbit Sports, it was still up on the page. So if you go back and read my first story, I said it's. By the way, this this is the part a lot of people mm-hmm. really fail to. To uh, leave out when I wrote the first story. In the first story, I basically said that uh, you can still get the Jaw One sneaker right now uh, on via the, the raffle on, yeah. on the sneaker app, or and it's still available on Hibbit Sports. Mm-hmm. But again, now when the shoe was about to release, it wasn't on the Hibbit Sports app anymore. Mm-hmm. But at the time of my story, it was still up on sneakers and Hibbit Sports. So eventually, it, it was down on the Hibbit Sports apps too. So it was off of Hibbit Sports finish line. Uh, there were some some other places, uh, you know, mm-hmm. where where it happened as well. And then, basically, leading up to the story, like when I when I wrote the story, I kind of just confirmed some things on that day just to make sure. And it kind of came to the conclusion of what I thought a week ago, but it wasn't about the sneakers app. Like yeah. sneaker app, it, for those who are familiar. And clearly, like I wasn't going to get into like war words with a lot of people, but the sneaker app is pretty much for the most part. It's a lot of exclusive, limited yeah, release stuff. The big stuff. boy shit. Yeah. yeah. And most people, some people will remember. Josh Sue has graduated into the big boy yeah. shit. Yeah. This, he had a sneaker release. He mm-hmm. had a, a release When you set the shoes out in a minute, mm-hmm. you graduate to you, sneakers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he had a sneaker app release before. It was like a subtle uh, release at the end the, of February. Uh, the, uh, 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 the, 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 the teal joints. Yeah. The scratch. Yeah. Yep. Just mm-hmm. whatever they call it. The yeah. scratch. Yeah. Yeah. The scratch Jaw ones were released on the sneaker app, like out of nowhere, mm-hmm. late February. And it was a limited release, and some people—that's how some people were able to get their hands mm-hmm. on them and wearing the Grizzlies games right. and whatnot. So this wasn't even the first time, you know, there was a sneaker app a release, but this was the most public one because it mm-hmm. was, 
you know, uh, it was on the app and they were promoting it on the app, but there wasn't much promotion outside of it. You mm-hmm. go to the previous releases, Nike basketballs, you know, posting about job, posting. Where's where's the post this time right. around? Mm-hmm. Like so to something de- happened. Man. So to deny that there was anything going on. Oh, it's a non-story, is what people said. It was yeah, a, to, yeah. To, to say it's a non-story is like, it's, like it's come just, on, it's just nonsense. Yeah, yeah. It, it it was so much, and at the end of the day, Nike was very impressed with how his shoe had been selling. Mm-hmm. So why would they dial it back? Like right. we know why they dialed it back, but but come <laughs> right. on, let's let's be like. It, it right. didn't make sense. They and, were waiting to see. And from what I was hearing, people were excited about this mismatched colorway. Like, this was a colorway mm-hmm. a lot of oh, people. Oh, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I like it. Like, it's hard. Yeah. And a lot of people were looking forward to it. So the thing is, when I wrote the initial story, I wanted to point out the fact that, look, it's not on the Nike app no more. It's not on the Finish Line app no more. That is mm-hmm. something that you need to be aware of because even if the shoe still drops, which it did on the sneaker app, a lot of you are not going to be able to get it. And that's what I kind of made right. clear more Today, in the second yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're Nike, in Memphis, Nike had bigger plans for this shoe yeah, than what Nike. You saw at today. the end of the yeah. day, Nike had bigger plans for this sneaker. More people were supposed to get it. Mm-hmm. And when you got on Twitter uh, that morning of the sneaker release, what did you see? A lot of people saying, "Oh man, we didn't no, get it. Him. We barely missed it." I was on there at nine oh five, and I missed it. But if you, if the shoe dropped in Memphis, you missed it at nine oh five. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Sport opens at ten a.m. Just drive over to Hippie Sports. Finish right. line open at 10 a.m. Go over there. Foot Locker open <laughs> at 9 a.m. You go get the shoe. That's what happened uh-huh. when the day one sneaker released. A lot mm-hmm. of people missed it on the Nike app. And I drove over to Hibbit Sports and people walking in just casually buying the shoe and stuff like that. So you're saying that the shoe, okay, because when you said that at first they were going to be available, then Nike had a bigger plan for yeah, these. Yeah. So those shoes still were allocated. You just had to go buy those in, in the store, and you couldn't buy them online. Is that what you're saying? No, no. So, because they ain't burning up shoes. Mm-hmm. So, no, so no, where no, are those no, no. shoes? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you because I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, so where are those shoes? At? The yeah. ones that they originally had planned. Mm-hmm. So, like, some from what have I heard, basically, is like, uh, they weren't distributed out to the stores. But mm-hmm. as I put in the like the story, there was like a wait and see mm-hmm. approach. Uh, with with like stores like Hibbit Sports because they were expecting to get them. Mm-hmm. Like at Hibbit Sports, they were expecting to get them. Again, it was on the app and all that. But they were put in a wait and see approach. Right. And the truck, you so know, they somewhere with some tape across them. Just <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, you, you look. You no can't say too much. You know how these Memphis no people do these trucks. Now these Memphis people do these trucks. Wait, what you said? I'm just exactly. But, you but, say everybody sounds Memphis. To my knowledge, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't put them out uh-huh. in the stores. Right, yeah. right. And that's another thing. I'm glad you said that too, man. Because I think that people forget that this is Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. And I know that there are certain things that uh, the the good people of Bluff City Media don't want me to say. But I'm about to go into a rant. We never discussed the N word, whether I could use that or not. Kenny, real quick, can I? No, I, I don't need to say the N word, though. <laughs> Kenny Stubblefield, I'm waiting on you. Is, is this? Is this? You, what is you this? got, man? <laughs> <laughs> the N word. We never discussed uh, the N word at all. So we're going. We're going to. We're going to say no on it. Oh, the N word. Yeah, we saying no, right? Yeah. Why am I asking a white man? Can I? Anyway. <laughs> All right, we're not gonna say. We're you make use, the decision yourself. I got you, brother. We're not gonna say yeah, the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'll let y'all put the N word where y'all think it should yeah, go yeah, yeah. in this conversation. Do the little pause. We uh, are from Memphis. Yeah. Okay. With that being said, when we get to calling people and shit, it ain't like when the Chris Harringtons or the, the the even the Drew Hills or the Jeff Calkins. It's a mm-hmm. different tier of phone call. Mm-hmm. 
when they get on the phone, hey, you know, I know so and so who's the uh, vice president of marketing at Nike, and let me call them, and mm -hmm. can I let me call their PR rep, and can I get Phil Knight secretary on the phone, yeah, or yeah. Sonny yeah. Vaccaro, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. No, we ain't got to do all that, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. from we are some born and raised Negroes here. Like, from Memphis, yeah. born and raised here. Yeah, I could call Pumay, who worked third shift yeah. at Nike. Lafu, y'all got yeah. them just up. Y'all put that. Y'all got them just on the shelf or not? Nah. We don't pay. I don't pay full price for shoes, man. I, I can't. I can't. The shoes I got on right now, these was a birthday gift. Right, just, man. Just, gave, just given to me from somebody that worked at Finish Line. And I'm but. sitting there watching this whole thing go down. And I'm listening to Jason and John today. And Drew Hill comes on. And Drew's like, man, uh, there's, there's nothing I heard that maybe thought they weren't coming out on time. I'm like, Drew, who are you talking to? Were you talking mm. to Were you talking to Pume who worked there? <laughs> Pume. Can, I, can I, you call Pume? I just want to say one thing. Your white accent is offensive. As all <laughs> His white accent is offensive. <laughs> I, I take offense to this. <laughs> what did I say in the white accent, man? Huh? What did I say? Uh, listen, guys. Well, uh, well, nah, but for real, though. That's like the white nerd accent, but right? shout out to Drew Hill, though, man. Shout out to Drew Hill. Shout out to Drew Hill. But Drew, I'm like, Drew, I'm like Drew. I'm like, yeah. Drew, you ain't, like, talk to nobody, though. Like, of course you ain't heard nothing. You know what I mean? So, like, this Memphis, bro. It, <laughs> confession time. Uh, Kenny Stubblefield, just gonna do a, a room check. Are yeah. are you on the list? <laughs> I don't even know what the list is, exactly. so apparently yeah. not. Dr. <laughs> Cole, are you on the list? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Anthony Sane, are you on the hell yes? <laughs> but that being said, man, I can call up Pumain, Man, Quita, Nardo, mm -hmm. Trill, Tron. I'm food. paying $60. Hey, fool, them junk. Hey, man, y'all got them junk on the shelf or what? Man, I don't know what they finna do with them junk, fool. Man, they got my table. Them junk taped up, fool. Man. They ain't let us go in the room with them junk, fool. Oh, my mama. <laughs> That's, it's Memphis, bro. Like, it's a whole other level of phone call we can make. I was, than I was, I was standing in line. Drew Hill can make. I was standing in line fifth grade and like yeah. getting, exactly. getting get Air Force <laughs> Ones for fifty dollars. Yeah, bro. Like, it's it's a different level of phone call, bro. I can call uh, Keisha, who's the manager at Finish Line, yeah. and Wolf Chase, mm -hmm. and be like, "Hey, y'all got them Johnson or not? Y'all mm -hmm. them Food, man. Don't tell nobody food, man. It's, man, women, what they finna do with them? Yeah, yeah. Them kind of those kind of organic conversations come. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, bro, don't come in my guy, man, because because he know what he talking about. He he can he he ain't putting nothing in no story if he don't know what he talking about. So y'all need to 100%. relax. Yeah. He heard something, man, and, and like you said, the shoes aren't weren't as available as, as we mm -hmm. thought they'd be, mm -hmm. and um. So do you think Nike was making like a you said a wait and see approach saying just yeah. a few minutes ago? Mm -hmm. Were they are they testing the waters? Like, listen, man, Nike wants to make money. They they can mm -hmm. sit there and they can sit on their high horse and say we don't want to support Ja for whatever has mm -hmm. happened. Yeah. But do you think that this was kind of a test run to kind of test yeah. the waters it, it, and see? It feels like they want to see because NBA hadn't made a decision. They seems like they're not in the rush to make one. Like it's like, all right, let me see what this does. Yeah. Oh, it sold out in thirty seconds. All right, bet. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, wait and see approach. That's that's kind of the feel that I've got. Uh, from them, they right. they want to see what happens with this NBA decision. You see, they haven't made a statement. You remember the first time, mm -hmm. Jaws' first incident in March uh, with the Instagram live. They video. came out quickly. They came out same. I mean, it was hours later, but um, this time around, a little different. Quiet, you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely wait and see. They going to be more reacting to the NBA's right. decision. Now the question is, does this impact the way that Adam Silver is going to adjudicate this situation? Like the way that mm. the way that these shoes sold out, the way that it's clear that yep. the, that the community has mm -hmm. has embraced Ja. They haven't let this man go. Like they're not letting this man go. Like he's still a, a <clears throat> beloved figure in the NBA world. I mean, and does the, this and, change? And the longer it goes on, the less people care. 
And are we surprised they sold sold out? Like no, not I, at all. Zero no. zero doubt in my mind that they, especially on just on the sneakers app. Mm-hmm. Like sneakers app, that's. I mean, people. Have, I'm not gonna throw the number out there, but I'll say people have said the number like three hundred thousand. I mean, three thousand shoes, three thousand shoes, three thousand shoes. That's that's nothing. But like, I ain't Tabo Self Lotion probably sell out three thousand <laughs> shoes, but like, like for real. This man said Tabo <laughs> but, but but for real, it's like, still impressive. They they got about it there quick, especially oh yeah, somebody. Oh, yeah. oh now the quickness is to, different. You yeah, know, the quickness uh-huh. is that's the job fit. That's mm-hmm. that's one hundred percent all job. And but, if it was ten thousand, it would have been that. Quick it'd been too. going like that too. Mm-hmm. I have a question though. As we wrap up this segment, with my guy, the Michael Cole from the Commercial Appeal, um, great beat writer, sneaker extra, uh, and aficionado as well, and he knows Keisha that works on the third shift. Yeah, that's my that's my girl. That that know that them John still got tape on them <laughs> in the undisclosed location. Um, why is it so hard to get the shoes? Period. Like. Yeah, and I know I, I was I, I don't understand. Is I used to work at Foot Locker in the Mall of mm-hmm. Memphis, and there was one way to get shoes: come up, there. get your ass up, and go get them. Yep. And they did some some online stuff, some mail order stuff, but it was mostly just go get the shoes and you go get them. And we had the shoes that were taped up on the wall, so if one if somebody yeah. pulled one out, we didn't know it'd break the tape, all those type of things. And that's how I know that they, you know, mm-hmm. that's where the that whole thing comes from. But why is it so hard now? Because I heard people talking about the resellers and yep. all these type of things. Yep. Then I've, I've seen some haters because somebody put my tweet on Reddit talking about how, you know, y'all said all these things about job, but yet his shoes are still selling after y'all try to create them into a monster. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they was like, well, it's, it's robots. And I ain't even engaged, but I'll say this on the show. The fact that that shoe was set up for robots to buy shows you the anticipation yeah. of that shoe. Yeah. And the robots aren't buying the shoes and putting them in this AI a hall of shoes. They say, "Oh, we keeping all the jobs. <laughs> These are for us." No, man. They, they a person mm-hmm. set up a program to go buy these shoes. They're gonna get those shoes and resell them. And people mm-hmm. are gonna buy, tw- pay twice retail, two, two, three, four times retail mm-hmm. for that shoe. So it's not just like sneaker game. So yeah, man. man. Like oh, it's robots are buying them. It doesn't mean anything. It does because they know they can sell that shoe for three times as much. Exactly. It's retail. So what's the what? It's, this is where, this is how it seems to me. This is okay. my interpretation of it. You yeah. tell me if I'm wrong. Nike realizes that I don't have to make 500,000 pairs of the day ones because I can drop whatever amount of the day ones. They're all going to sell out. And I can come out with the day twos and the day threes and the uh, booger greens and the mm-hmm. throw-up pinks mm-hmm. and the uh, shit-stained browns. I can drop all these different colorways, mm-hmm. and I know each one of those colorways is going to sell out fast. I can sell that same million of pairs of shoes, but mm-hmm. I know nothing's going to be stuck on the shelf. Nothing's going to yeah. get old. Yeah. I'm not going to have anything I'm trying to get rid of because I can just sell them in, I can sell a million colorways. They're all going to sell out in minutes mm-hmm. as opposed to me dropping as many as you want of this particular color and now they're sitting on the shelf because people are tired of buying those. Yeah. So that's, I mean, but I think that approach like, sucks to me because it's like if I want them and I can afford them. Why can't I get this freaking shoot? You know what I mean? It's a business. Yeah, it sucks, man. Like, it sucks. Uh, uh, come on now. You 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 think you Quita think, on third shift. Do better. <laughs> you, you Throw your boy a ten and a half to the they, side. When they releasing these these retro joints, they, yeah. could, they could double probably. Yeah. I mean, so many people I see people. Oh, they don't have to. They, they just don't have the red, to. the red sixes that just came out. Yeah. And people still I'm I'm looking on Facebook now, they say, Oh, this store got them, this store got them. Like yeah. they still trying to get their hands on on those shoes because 
they go out so the fast. resale stuff and is sad. The people, res- the people resale, are saying that Nike is the resellers, like they think they nah, own stock. Nah, they, they, <laughs> they don't like they don't like that stuff, man. I mean, like Foot Locker, you know, directly. I associated. think if they didn't like, like it, they can shut it down, though, bro. They, it's tough. I mean, because resellers, yeah, I'm not believing res- it. Resellers can go to Hippie Sports, and and I've had people work at City Gear tell me like people come in there buy ten pairs. 20 pairs but of I'm shoes. saying, Michael, you telling me that Nike can't do like, okay, this isn't a human. I know this isn't a person. No, no, no. They, they they possibly could. Online, you know what I mean? But how you know that person doesn't have different phones? Like it's 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 so many different ways. Like if I go on eBay or I go anywhere, yeah. there's something that makes me prove I'm a person. Yeah, right, right, right. I've never seen that on Nike. Yeah. Yeah. I think Nike is, Nike fine is a with, billion they dollar, have to be fine with reset. Multi-billion dollar corporation. Like it's yeah. I, I just feel like it's, if Nike it's not makes too you do a face do. scan before you order it, <laughs> I, I don't I don't believe that Nike cares, bro. Like I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they care. At just all. the bottom dollar. Just buy the shoes. Whatever. Yeah. And I think they probably own StockX too. I don't think they fans of the resale. I don't think they fans <laughs> of that. They, 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 they jack up your prices and whatnot. But I mean, the whole the whole sneaker game is so different. Like you talked about when you when you were working. You know, in the mall, mm-hmm. like I know it's completely different then because it's different from when I was a kid. And I used to go get all my shoes. Mm-hmm. Now I, I don't go anywhere because right. the shoes that I want, you can't buy them in stores. No, nah, you can't do it. Like you, you have to either for me, like it's like we were just talking about. I mm-hmm. know Keisha, I know Lil Man, man. I know T, and Pooh Baby, and T, I tell them, hey, T, you, man. you got these shoes coming this week. Put put that aside, man, for me. your boy, and, 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 and I'm and I'm gonna come get them. All right, but check this out, man. Like. To your, to your point, yeah. what we were saying about the whole, can Nike stop this thing? Right, right, right. I used to work for a company that used to uh, resell stuff on yeah, eBay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And Nike was, like, shutting stuff down. Like, they, they were like, nah, man. Like, I don't even know those are real. Like, you can't mm-hmm. sell those unless those are verified to be real. Yeah, authenticated. Yep. You you can shut down who's selling your stuff, man. Like, I, I don't know. I'll leave it alone. It's, it's, I'll leave it alone. Like, maybe they can. It sucks, though, man. I, like, I know. I, I don't like it. I ain't saying it for me because I don't, I don't. I ain't ever. I don't really as, want as many the shoes, shoes like I've got, I ain't ever bought shoes off of Stock Stock But it's, it, just, it's just really unfair, man, that yeah. people, are, like, especially here in Memphis, want the shoes Got the money, getting up early yeah. to buy them, and can't buy them. Like, and I don't, just yeah, I don't like the fact that they got to compete with a robot. Yeah, I should have to compete with a freaking and, and robot. And that's what that's what the story is most about. Like a lot of yeah. the people that's coming against me, like bro, I'm trying to help y'all get your hands <laughs> on the shoes. Right. Like I'm writing about where you, where can, you can possibly get the shoes. Get the shoes yeah. And you want to uh, come at me, man? Like oh. yeah, man. <laughs> and basically, yeah, basically what the Michael's saying. Uh, okay, we say we, we can't say the f word. It'll get us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nah, f y'all though, for real though. But no. Nah, we about to take a break. You gonna hang out for another segment? I'm here. All right, I'm we here. gonna we gonna chop it with the Michael again. When we come back, we'll talk to him about more of what's going on in the world of the Grizzlies, the offseason. Talk about Tyus Jones. We'll talk about possible trades and more here on the Anthony Sane Show. We'll see y'all in a minute. What's up, guys? I'm so excited to announce that we have partnered with Coaching for Literacy, and you can read more about them at coachingforliteracy.org or follow them on social media at Coaching for Literacy. Your subscription to Bluff City NIL is 100% tax deductible because of our partnership together. Thank you for supporting Memphis Tiger student-athletes and helping promote the monumental cause of childhood literacy. We're back on the Anthony Sane Show. Got my boy, DeMichael Cole. 
Had a quick conversation with Kenny Stubblefield over the break. He told me, man, I don't mind what you say. I said, man, I don't want you editing stuff out, man. You know, I, I, I know if I say the F word, you got to go in there and find it, edit it out. Kenny's like, I don't mind, just be you. So f*** y'all, basically, is, uh, <laughs> is what I had to say. Uh, everybody hating on my boy. Uh, f*** all y'all. Matter of fact, f*** y'all with the sickest f*** you can find, actually. Or I can find, or whatever. But no, f*** y'all hating on my boy. Y'all ain't got the plugs my man got, man. Y'all, y'all can't call up Pooh Baby and them, man. Y'all, you don't even know Pooh Baby. If you saw Pooh Baby, you'd be scared. <laughs> don't play with my boy, man. Y'all know that man got connects, man. Don't play man. Hey, Pooh Baby, we appreciate you, baby. Hey, 10 to hell. Put him to the side. Okay, yeah, side yeah. six. Put him to the side for you, boy. <laughs> but no, nah, man, y'all got to stop all that, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't from here, man. Y'all know, y'all, you can't make them calls to the hourly employees, man. Like, 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 yeah, yeah. from these folks, man. Yeah, <laughs> but appreciate you coming on today, bro. Oh, sure. We gonna uh, we gonna chop it up real quick to more uh, basketball Grizzlies centric stuff. Uh, first of all, um, the post yesterday I talked mm-hmm. about that in the first segment. What are your quick thoughts on Jaws' post on on Instagram? What did you think he was on when you saw it? Man, I don't. I try not to make nothing. Yeah. Of of that because especially with my job, but just in general, you know, mm-hmm. you you can't be too speculative when mm-hmm. when somebody is that open ended. You know, with with a post like yeah. that for a dude you know and, is addicted to social media, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, for real, yeah, like it's like, like it's, literally. I, I I know a mm-hmm. lot of people. Like I said, I've seen a bunch of people his age, around my age, do the whole like goodbye thing to social media. Yeah, and be but back. they make it a little bit more clear. They mm-hmm. say, you know, I'm getting off getting off social media. This ain't for me anymore. Goodbye, goodbye Instagram, goodbye Twitter, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. But his was more love your mom, love mm-hmm. your dad. He, he he did make a post about his sister. Congratulated her. He he uh yeah. he showed the picture of her signing. Yep, and then he did his daughter or whatever. And then he was bye bye. I'm out. And and you know you, I, my my immediate reaction was one check see if he's all right. Mm-hmm. Like ask people around him make sure he's all right. Mm-hmm. See 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 what they're talking about. And 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 and, and just that because uh, at the end of the day that was the most important thing, and that was the most notable mm-hmm. takeaway for me is. You gotta make sure, you know, make sure he all right. Yeah. But outside of that, I, I can't, I can't do that. I can't find myself like, man, what's, what does this mean? Because you, you're not gonna know. Yeah. You're not gonna know until you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy for sure, man. Like I said, I was, I was leaning towards the more positive outcomes. Yeah, I really yeah. wasn't focused, not just kind of choosing to to ignore those things, but it just mm-hmm. didn't, it just, just didn't come out. The I know, yeah. Enough. As a fan base, people are going. Oh yeah, for sure. People it's are going. Yeah, we try get to it. try we to get try to figure it out, pick through the message, and yeah. read between the lines and stuff. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on the suspension? How long you think it gets? Man, I I don't think it'll be as long as you know some people think. I'm thinking mm-hmm. fifteen twenty games. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm there too. That's my number because at, think... at the end of the day. There's a hard number that I feel like they can't go over. Yeah, and that's and 30, 30 games. You know why. <laughs> yeah, we ain't getting to the mouth. You, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. to the Miles yeah. Bridges territory, yeah. you asking for a whole number. If, yeah. if he if he gets that number and Miles Bridges got that number. Something went wrong. The league got a – it's going to be a statement that's got to be made. in the league like, man, that's a lot of shit I can do. Man. Like, <laughs> man. <laughs> for real. It's, or it might be or some, it's not a lot of stuff I can do. It might be some – the players, <laughs> players Association might clap back behind. Yeah, that's kind of like crazy, it's, it's bro. It's a bunch of stuff that could come, yeah, and I'm sure crazy. they're aware of that. So I'm 15, 20 games, 15, 15. Just to say, yeah. man, look, you you didn't do, you did not do any, a criminal activity. I've heard some people say, oh, Davis, I mean not Davis Stern, Adam Silver, <laughs> Adam Silver might want to make an example or, or something like but that. But that is an example, bro. Yeah, yeah. That many games, yeah, 15. 
yeah. I think that's I mean Jaron would miss what the first 14 last season it felt yeah. like he was out for a while man, so, yeah, for sure. so yeah 15 games for sure for sure it's a um, solid number man where are you at on trading Tyus Jones y'all you know where I stand yeah, um, yeah. I think you in the same place too though because I heard you kind of mm-hmm. dropping yeah yeah I start, I, I've kind of talked about it more and I think it's at the end of the day I feel like you you don't trade him and, and go get a sorry small four like <laughs> yeah. like for real you do need to go you yeah. you you better you better get somebody that's gonna make this team championship level. Mm-hmm. And when I say that they don't they don't need a superstar to be championship level. They don't need anybody mm-hmm. somebody that's gonna come average twenty points right. and get that great. But you just need a guy that's gonna. They're not gonna like the Lakers did Dylan Brooks. You, they ain't gonna sag off him and say we we're gonna either double Dez or double Jaw and and just disrespect that mm-hmm. guy. As long as you got someone, you know, if I was to throw some names out there. Dorian Finney-Smith's gonna knock down some shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, there's the Definitely camp. Can defend. The camp, yeah, Cam Johnson. He, mm-hmm. you put him in the, the Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard category. If shoot that hole was a person, man, for real. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you know, I mean, Mikael Bridges, OG Ananobi, mm-hmm. self-explanatory. But I feel like Tyus Jones. We did all this talking about him being a starting caliber point guard. That that's how you promote him. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they're, they're to they're, them. Yeah, to them. Yeah. There are other teams Not out here me. that need a starting. <laughs> <laughs> the Clippers need starting point yeah, guard. Yeah, like, Jones. The Nets, yeah. the Raptors, Fred Van Fleet Could might not very resign. possibly need it. Yeah. So, so I mean, the, the, the San Antonio out there. Spurs. San Antonio Spurs with his brother. Go, go, go! Put him with little brother, and mm-hmm. they they really could use a point guard right now because every other position in Feed the starting the lineup man. is filled. Yep. Yeah. Didn't think about that. One. Yeah. Spurs called me. You know your boy number. But yeah, <laughs> I'll throw it out there to you though, man. There was a Bleacher Report uh-huh. story that came out today. Okay, and I uh, that also there are two things that usually go wrong. John posted something on Instagram. Yeah, and there was a Bleacher Report story. <laughs> all right, with about trades and a Bleacher Report story about trades came out. I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was a senior writer. I don't know if it was yeah. one of the junior writers or <laughs> intern, freshman writer. Yeah, whoever. <laughs> but it was an OG Ananobi trade. Okay, and you know I'm down for all OG Ananobi trades. Mm-hmm. Most of them that you see. Involved Tyus Jones, right? Especially from from the Grizzlies side. Exactly. We think I think that, that Tyus is a necessary part to make this happen. Mm-hmm. This particular trade was interesting. Um, the Michael Cole, mm-hmm. no Tyus Jones. Well, then who? <laughs> they said Brandon Clark. Okay. Who the Grizzlies just signed to a fifteen million dollar yeah, yeah, yeah. nice pretty much suspension. a little bit more than what you're paying Tyus. Yeah, took care of him. Uh, David Roddy, big body Roddy, big body Roddy. Zaire Williams, mm. who a guy said on Twitter, if, if Zaire wasn't slow, the Grizzlies season would have been a whole lot different. I wonder who said that. But that was that be, man. Dude, it was a dude who said in the Twitter space, it was the funniest shit, man. He said, man, I ain't gonna lie, man. For real, bro. Zaire being slow really, really fucked up the whole year. That's what they, the dudes. That was high, bro. It was the sure, most. Twi- that was the most Memphis. Yeah. Like recap of the season. Yeah. He he kept he kept up the whole season if Zaire wasn't slow. <laughs> <laughs> but it was right though. Like if Zaire was good, it's a fair point. It wouldn't change it's a, a lot. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So you got Brandon Clark, David Wright, Zaire Williams, mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors 2024 pick, which is old to us. That's yeah. This next next draft, next draft. Mm-hmm. and our 2027 pick. Okay. So only. One Grizz's own pick going out. Yeah. The Warriors pick in 2027. So two first round picks, Zaya Williams, David Roddy, Brandon mm-hmm. Clark, to get you OG Anobi. And you still have Tyus Jones. 
I don't think that worked for either side. Honestly. What? Either side. I mean, because look, if I you, see why the white boys got get on your ass. No, 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 no. Forget all y'all heard earlier. I see why they on your ass. Man, look. At the end of the day, David Roddy. Listen, listen. I know, I know, I know what you're thinking, man. You know, I know what you're thinking because look. At the end of the day, I like Jake LaRavia potential, but but here's the thing. This is why David Roddy is important. If you trade David Roddy, man, outside you, of the small listen, outside of the small forward that you acquire, OG Ananobi, if he gets hurt, or if he if he gets in foul trouble, yeah, who you bringing field, in? Man. Who you bringing in the game to guard LeBron James? If OG Ananobi get hurt, David Roddy ain't OG Ananobi either. Bro. But 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 they trust him. That when. When when Dylan Brooks, so you and Nick, when Dylan you Brooks would say had no little, to a trade over David Roddy. No, 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 no. That's not the only reason. For one, the, oh, the, man, the Raptors, on. you got to realize who you're dealing with. You talking about Masai Ujiri? Yeah, he ain't taking two. He ain't picks. gonna get finesse. What two picks? He, he will finesse. He, he will, will finesse. He you. will make you feel like you got finesse, and it, it, he will finesse you. But right. two picks, I don't think he's taking that. And at the end of the day, it's some, it's some, you know, Pascal Siakam, Brandon Clark. Mm. But BC ain't playing no one till next off yeah, till yeah. next playoffs. But he, but he, but his money plan. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh, I would do that pick in a New York minute. Kenny Stubberfield, real quick. Would you do that? Would you do that trade? This man said David Roddy. That makes no sense to me, man. You gotta get rid of, I would get rid of David Roddy oh, so okay. fast to get OG. No, 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 no. I would say just bang. This man said David Roddy. Hear me, hear me out. I would too, but man, I, get I just want you to I just want you to think about this fact that if something happens to that guy. This deep, the wing you know defense would be so bad. You know what I'm gonna do if, if if that's the trade for real? Yeah, I would trade David Roddy's six four ass. Yeah, and I would go draft another David Roddy yeah. at twenty five in this draft. Yeah, I think. I th- okay, let me be clear. I think you do the trade if you're the Grizzlies, man. Or the Raptors, oh, okay, I the, thought you were saying no, on no, either no, no, side. No, 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 no. Y'all no. go back and rewind the video and then uh, go listen said, what this fool. I is. think you uh-huh. do the trade if you're the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about the problems that would come with it. But then you got you but still have Tyus Jones still as got a trade. Jones. Still got Tyus. Jones. Get rid of him and find another David Roddy. Who? Who'd if you, you if you keep Tyus Jones and still get OG, you should still keep Tyus Jones. No, no, I still trade. Yeah. I still trade Tyus. Nah. <laughs> I still get I go get a combo guard. I get a bigger guard that I can play with John. I go get an Alex Burke, so I go get a. You, you, you don't know, need to trade ties to get I Alex get, get Dennis Scrooter a little, little You don't need to trade. You don't need to trade him to get him either. I'm just saying. Like, I, I would trade ties for another wing or a big or something. Use that mid-level exception. I hear you, bro. But but, you, but we both yeah, we yeah, all yeah. agree that for that trade. Yeah, for that for that Grizzlies, 100. You take okay. it. Up. There's right. not a single player from the Grizzlies side of that trade that would make would me stop that. that trade, including Brandon Clark. But that's the healthy Brandon Clark. Grizzlies side is the key. The Raptors? Yeah. No. Like, so take, you think it's definitely a, a Grizzlies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Heavy, I take yeah. that. I take okay. that from Grizzlies. All right, picks, real, yeah. real quick. There's a new level of criticism that has been coming out. There are people saying, and I am people in yeah. this, that if the Grizzlies do upgrade the roster this year, that you do need to take a hard look at Taylor Jenkins if it mm-hmm. doesn't work. If you're out first round of the playoffs, if you're not a team that's making a deep. Mm-hmm. At this point, deep playoff run is conference finals. Like, right, right, know, right, right. If right. we just saw the, the Lakers fix their roster and make it to the conference finals, Grizzlies' expectation next year has to be conference finals. Mm-hmm. It's assuming that they make the adjustments to the roster. Right? Uh, do you think he's? Do you think it would be fair for him to get criticism or to be in a potential hot seat uh, based on you know? I think I think it's fair, but it's about how it looks more mm-hmm. than the overall result. Mm-hmm. If the Grizzlies are having half court offensive problems again, because we we've been talking, I've been on the beat two years. I don't know if they were talking about it the year mm-hmm. before that, but the last two seasons for sure since I've been here, yeah. half court. Offense has been an issue. Mm-hmm. If that's an issue next season, and predicting them to upgrade the small forward position, 
this is coaching at this yeah, point. It's coaching this, at this, this is because you got everything yeah, you need. You you got yeah. you got all the pieces in place, and you're still having you know the half. By court. that time, whatever John's suspension is, mm-hmm. it'll be in the past. You've mm-hmm. had 40, 50 games exactly to, to push it out to, to be kind of, whatever yeah, you're yeah. be. So yeah. I think I think it's more about the trends because now you're talking about fifth year. So now it's like you're starting mm. to notice the good Long, and the bad. One of, one of the longest tenured coaches yeah, exactly. in the league at that it's, point, that, which is wild. Yeah, it's, it's like it. and and that's another thing. It's less about because some people say, "Oh, Taylor Jenkins is one of the best coaches in Grizzlies history." Yeah, but at the same time, it's more about keeping up with the Joneses, I guess, in mm-hmm. the league. Which you can argue if that's fair or not, because Shamani Williams has been fired. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. But you know, at the end right. of the day. Uh, they said, what, what have you done for me yeah, What now? have you done for me lately? Not lately, and, but now, now. Yeah. What are you doing? Right now. And the thing <laughs> about lately. it, what got him fired, I think, is his last, his his playoff exit losses were mm-hmm. both embarrassing right. the last two years. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Taylor Jenkins right now, oh, that's, that's the, the, trend, the trend that we're seeing is back-to-back regular seasons, number two seed. You going out looking like kids, yeah. immature. So this you is a big three, year. You losing three or four games before you decide to make an adjustment. This, is a, stuff, this yeah. is a big year, man. Yeah. Like for real. I think it so, is for sure. I, I don't I don't I don't know if it's hot seat year. I think it, it may be the warning year. Mm-hmm. It may be the, like, all right, look, this is next year, the year after may be his last chance. Right. But because this year, I mean, with everything he dealt with and and all that, all the injuries, all the adjustments they have to make, not just throughout the season, but we're talking about March on. Mm-hmm. They went from top rebounding team in the NBA to basically middle of the pack and having to learn how to play, right. uh, in a, you know, adjusting to that. Like that's tough on any coach. So I don't, I don't blame mm-hmm. him for that. But the half court offensive issues, uh, you know, the the shooting problems that they've had, yeah. and some of that is personnel too. But uh, and some of it is getting your personnel open, yeah, or running good yeah, plays exactly, for your personnel. Exactly, we'll talk exactly. About, yeah, so really so I, I feel like it's it's fair to start asking that question yeah. now. Like yeah, it's about that sure. time for sure. So Michael, um, I have a question for you. What's up, Kenny? Do you so in our Discord over at BCM, one yeah. of the conversations has been having right now is this idea of the Grizzlies window, their window for a championship. Oh, mm-hmm. And we've been hearing for the last however many years, four years Jaw's been in the league, mm-hmm. Jaron's been in the league, that the Grizzlies are so far ahead of schedule from the, what the front offices <laughs> thought mm-hmm. that they should be. Yeah. Does do you think that this past season was their first Opening of the window, the window was open for for the to win a championship, and they squandered it. Or do you think they're still outside looking in window? Mm-hmm. I think this was outside looking in, but this still was a progress year where you should have made the Western Conference yeah, Finals. You should have. If if they if they beat the Lakers in that series, and a couple things really, you just go back to what was a game four. Game four, you don't let LeBron. If you do what the Denver Nuggets did in mm-hmm. game four of that series, you force LeBron to the left. And and you you know you you bring a crowd the same result happens but yeah. the, he he got right got into overtime and you win that series I think they beat Golden State I was very firm on that I, I think they win that series against Golden State just on how the teams were playing how mm-hmm. they matched up differently this season no Stephen Adams every team right. and and whatnot and you go to the Western Conference Finals and it's a step up from the previous couple of years and people feel a little bit better overall but the whole the thing about the window is there isn't a I don't think there's a a concrete number yeah. that you can set on a it's window not, because every season is happens, so man. different. Yeah. Like it's two ways to look at it. You can talk about title windows and you can go back to like the Brooklyn Nets in what 2013 when they got mm-hmm. Paul I mean uh Paul Pierce 
Kevin Garnett and those guys, and they had that small window with Darren Williams as well. Or you can go back to the late 80s all the way up to the late 90s with the Utah Jazz, and they kept running it back with the same squad until they finally got – like the Jazz had plenty of playoff exits with Carl Malone and uh, John Stockton before they finally got to the finals. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were in their mid-30s, late-30s when they finally finally, uh, cracked that door down. So I think the Grizzlies, as long as you keep the core together – like. At the end of the day, championships are about cores. Like the Bulls kept, you know, Pippen and Jordan together for for, for those championship mm-hmm. runs. Uh, the Warriors have kept four guys: Iguodala, Steph Curry, Draymond, Clay Thompson. Everything else on that roster Been has different. flipped over. Yep. If you keep Ja, Dez, Jaren, potentially whoever this fourth piece could be, maybe Stephen Adams. However, however yeah. you figure that to be, uh, you keep those core guys together, you're gonna be in the conversation every year, and eventually. If you're winning fifty plus games for the next six years, they're gonna crack. Like injuries, yeah. you know, injuries happen. It's like like the Grizzlies had a tough year this year. The Clippers had a tough year. Mm-hmm. It's gonna flip around. It might be the Nuggets next year or whatever the case may be. You you made a good point, and I kind of wanted to add to that because yeah. I had a dose of reality myself. Um, young court teams, you know, you could talk about something that's rare. Yeah, like that never happens. Like a, a young court team, like. Everybody in, in thought my, OKC was going to win. In my remember? lifetime, yeah. I've never seen a young core team win a championship where mm-hmm. there's there's one exception. I mean, like where a team is star, the, the star of the team is a young dude. When I say mm-hmm. young, I mean like younger than 27. Yeah. It's there's rare. one guy I can think of, and that was Dwayne Wade. Yeah, when they won, a, when he won the championship, but he, he had, had plenty Shaq. of vets. He, he had, had Gary Shaq Payton on their roster. Yeah, Gary yeah. Payton. Yeah. All those dudes were. I forgot about that. All yeah. those guys. Uh, Want to say James Posey was on that yeah, team? Yeah, Posey too. Had all those vets on their team, but their star player Antoine was Antoine Walker. Yeah, yeah, plenty if, of vets. If you teams like the Grizzlies, they're not. They're just not old enough. <laughs> yeah. and, and I mean, and I'm not saying that like. Just trying to make an excuse, but if, if you look at history, it just hadn't happened. Man, the Oklahoma City Thunder in 2012, that was one of Russell the most Westbrook, talented James young Harden. rosters you will ever see. They Serge were like, Ibaka maybe, they too. Were, yeah, Serge Ibaka they were like, well, was elite pause, back then. Pause. Allegedly, he was young. <laughs> On paper. Man, uh, you so No, because Serge Ibaka went from being 25 to 40. Man, you like, so nah, serious, y'all, man. If y'all, you, if y'all think Serge Ibaka is whatever age they got on paper, you lost your mind. Man, you so serious. Well, well, he, he, the other three guys were all-star yeah. level. We, we, we believe like, those guys were the age like, they said. They the were. point is, a lot of people forget saying that they were favored to beat the Heat. Yeah. Like, going into that series, they yeah. were the favorites. Like, but and they the couldn't Heat get man it handled them. Right. 4-1. And I said that to look like, at a team like Boston. Like, mm-hmm. I've had these conversations with a couple of friends of mine and just, you know, just looking at time. You talked about Utah. Yep. They didn't crack until finals contention until they were in their 30s. Yeah, mid-30s. This right. team with Jason, Jason Taylor and Jalen Brown, this is their sixth year together. Yep. They've been to the conference finals four out of those six years. As a rookie, if I'm not mistaken, yep. Jason Tatum, Tatum went to the conference year. finals. Mm-hmm. There are people saying that they should break that team up. I get it. I, I, I predicted that team probably will look different. I think that mm-hmm. the that – the, I'll say this too. The Supermax contracts – Really messed or messing yeah, up the that, NBA. That, that play a role because it, it's 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 causing a lot of nasty stuff mm-hmm. to happen. So I think the Jalen Brown thing is going to get bad this summer, and I think he's going to want to get up out of there. Um, but if you just think like, I think he's going to want that money. But what, what we're but listen real, what I'm saying. Million. What we're saying time wise is the exact same thing. If the Chicago Bulls, who who Larry Bird beat their ass every yep. year, he yep. never lost to the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Larry Bird never lost to Jordan. Right. 
Imagine, oh damn, man, Jordan lost to Larry Bird until he got old, <laughs> right? Until Larry Bird got too old to beat him, and he still never lost to him. Mm-hmm. Um, man, Jordan and Pippen, they just they we just saw them lose to the same Detroit Pistons team mm-hmm. two years in a row. Two years in a row. What if Chicago was like, let's break this shit up? Exactly. They ain't, we ain't got it. Jordan That's Pippen. My point. Jordan Pippen can't figure out how to win. That's the stuff we're saying about Boston right mm-hmm. now. Those dudes are twenty five and twenty six years old. It's pre. It's so pre. It's so premature. This era that yeah. we're in is so immediate gratification. Whether it's, we it's, might have to wait a while on John and Jaren before they're ready yeah. to, to crack that Honestly, championship winning threshold. They man. might get because history it says might be it. a couple heartbreaks. Yeah. Like they might get close. They might even get to you the know, finals. Like that Suns Boston, team did. Boston got to the finals. Their Suns yeah. team went to the finals. Yeah, but man, young core teams don't win. The last. The last real core team that won was like in the seventies with Lionel Hollins and them for Portland. It's tough, man. You know what I mean? It's crazy, bro. It's, it's it's you really have to wait those guys out. It sucks. I ain't gonna lie, but that's just it's just. But LeBron what, didn't do it. Jordan didn't do it. Whoever you're talking about, the greats, Steph Curry, those guys were 26, 27 you put years the old. Right vets around. Yeah, them. it's possible. It's possible. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. we'll see, man. Uh, we'll see for sure. Boston went to the finals last year. They were young, couldn't get over the hump. Mm-hmm. This year they're looking like a, a, a totally different team. Uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's interesting to talk about for sure. Glad to have you on though, man. Oh, for sure. sure, my guy, the Michael Cole, uh, good friend of mine, of course, brother of mine, uh, Grizz's beat writer for the Commercial Appeal, joining us today. We're about to take a break. When we come back, we're gonna do inside the same brain. We're gonna talk about something that I did not know was really a thing. We're gonna talk about it though, Kenny Stubblefield. I want to get. We might play Ask a White Man on this one too, which we tend to do throughout the show with Kenny Stubblefield. But yeah, we'll see you guys in a minute here on the Anthony Sane Show. What's up, guys? I'm so excited to announce that we have partnered with Coaching for Literacy, and you can read more about them at coachingforliteracy.org or follow them on social media at Coaching for Literacy. Your subscription to Bluff City NIL is 100% tax deductible because of our partnership together. Thank you for supporting Memphis Tiger student-athletes and helping promote the monumental cause of childhood literacy. Y'all to the Anthony Sane Show, uh, final segment of the show. Shout out to my boy DeMichael Cole coming out again. Uh, B writer for the commercial appeal. Uh, wanted to clear up some things on the whole uh, Nike shoe uh, drop with y'all today. Good stuff, Kenny. I like how he was talking about how something clearly had to happen, uh, and with intel he had um, that you know stores they were they were expecting more of the shoe. I don't know what Nike might have up their sleeves, man. They may re-release the shoe again. I hope they do something. Like kind of a, a guns for jaws program thing or something, <laughs> and, and re- <laughs> that would be pretty dope. Like that's serious. Like I wish they, I mean, if they did something like that. That'd be cool. I think I don't know. I don't know, man. But but we do see. We do know that the theme for the day is that Ja does move units. So you know, I don't. I don't. I think. I think the fact that, like I said, I think the worst parts of this are behind us. We. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't. I think Nike realizes. Okay, yeah, Ja did what he did. People are still buying his stuff. Nobody's gonna think any worse of Ja the longer this goes on. No. So uh, yeah, I look forward to that. Um, uh, it, for me, honestly, that second segment with Demichael talking about the shoe thing, mm-hmm. it just made me grateful for guys like Demichael that know what the hell they're talking yeah, about man. when yeah. it comes to that stuff. Because I it am can so ca- lost. It can call poo baby in them. Right. I'm just yeah. so lost on the on the shoe game stuff. Yeah. I, man. It's, I'm it's, I'm so behind. I know nothing of what they're talking about. They're speaking another language. 
to me for sure. 100%. Uh, but Kenny, another thing that confused me um, as we get ready to wrap up the show, going into uh, Memorial Day weekend, right? This is more, yeah, Memorial Day weekend. Um, I have two things I'm going to talk about again in the same brain. Uh, this is to, uh, I know I have a vast audience that listens to this show. Absolutely. Uh, black and white, rich and poor, uh, Jew, Gentile, all listen to this show. And I will say that uh, this is something that I want to bring up. This is for my black people out there who listen to the show. Uh, Memorial Day holiday is coming up. Kenny, I don't know how white people do things, but I know in the black community yeah. that uh, we make every holiday a reason to do two things. Um Number one is to barbecue. We will, you know, throw something on the grill mm -hmm. at all times. Mm -hmm. I was listening to uh, Keyshawn, Jay, and Max today, and they were talking about the difference between a cookout and a barbecue. I don't know any difference because in, in my community, we just say we're going to throw something on the grill. I don't know. The mic, which, which he was still here. I think he probably would agree as well that you just throw something on the grill. That's what we kind of grew up with. It, when it was a cookout barbecue, those are pretty much synonymous. Um but any holiday, we're going to throw some on the grill. And we also uh, look at it as a time to reflect on Big Mama or Grandmama and them or Auntie or mm, Uncle mm -hmm. or something like that. Black people, I'm here to tell y'all that Memorial Day is a day to remember uh, those that have passed away. But it's for the soldiers. It's for the military. It's not for Big Mama. It's not for... Uh... <laughs> It's not. It's not for any of that, black people. So I love y'all, but uh, let's 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 leave Memorial Day for the uh, for those that the fallen soldiers. Uh, shout out to all y'all out there. But I do wish the black people would um, not. Yeah, it's not for Big Mama. We love Big Mama. We miss her dearly. But uh, <laughs> Memorial Day is not for Big Mama. That's that's the one thing. It's one thing I want to talk about inside the same brain. Number two. Kenny Stubberfield. I was out yesterday at Lowe's. I was looking for something called an aer aer aerator, I think it's called. Yep. It goes on the bottom of your sink, right? I had to replace that on mine. Right. So I went to Lowe's and go, went to go purchase this. And I was leaving out. I saw cleaning products. I was like, crap, I need some cleaning products, man. So they, I saw. They uh, got you. Yeah. So I bought a bottle of pine saw, right? Because it had been a while since I had bought some pine saw. So I came home, cleaned up yesterday, and I smelled the vintage OG scent of pine saw in my apartment. And I felt accomplished, uh, Kenny Stubberfield. I felt good about using the pine saw and it smelled good in my house. And I was like, man, I made a proclamation on Facebook. And I said, man, pine saw is the smell of clean. Like if y'all use still using bleach, like there's something wrong with you, right? And several, and I'll say something about me. I moved out of my, my uh, parents' house when I was 18 years old. And for only maybe a year, I came back and lived with my parents. I mostly lived on my own. Um, I haven't really lived. As an, I've, I'm an adult man who's lived on his own a lot. I was married for 10 years. But I've, I've, always, I've always bought cleaning supplies and washed clothes. And I've always know, known how to do those type of things. So I didn't feel like I was out of turn, you know, when I was talking about comparing cleaning products. But a lot of uh, ladies chimed in, and they were telling me that, no, nah, you're crazy. Like, I love the smell of bleach. I was like, the smell of bleach smells like mildew. Yeah. Like it smells like an old mop or there's nothing that smells. Pine salt smells good. Like it actually has a pleasant smell to it. Right. Lysol smells like lemon, like lemon, you know, Lysol. Bleach smells like 
nothing good. Yeah. Like it is. And they were talking about I got I, I got to have my bleach and light my candles, and I'm like, what? And one lady was like, I like the I like the smell of bleach and ammonia. I was like, what? I was like, bro, what? Like, what? Hey, man, she might be a serial killer for That's real. That's what I was saying. I was like, bro, what are y'all cleaning up? Murder scenes? Like, exactly. What, what she might like, be. What a, are y'all cleaning up, man? She might be Dexter all over again, <laughs> right? bro. And I'm like, I'm like, man, these are like, um, oh, and 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 it made me wonder, Ken. I've never cohabitated with a white person. I've never lived in the same roof as a white person. We're fun. What What do y'all <laughs> use? Because I know for more for Memorial Day, this kind of ties in because you might have company over. You might be cleaning up the house this yeah. weekend because you got people in town. Yeah. What cleaning products do y'all use? I mean, I think we no- use the normal cleaning products. Let me ask you what this. What do we call it normal? The, the Lysol, the Lysol wipes. We where, use a lot where of, are you at on bleach versus oh, I don't, other stuff? Listen, I, the only time I clean with bleach is if I'm having to like clean out some pipes and stuff like that. <laughs> like... Dumping it down a dumping it down a drain or something like that. I got a I got a nine year old son, man, that is about the most disgusting kid you ever yeah. met in your entire life. You still ain't pulling out bleach. Though. I pour bleach out into into the toilet bowl. Right, but because these are some things that you hear in the black household. Right. Things like if if I don't smell bleach, it's not clean. Yeah, man. Or, I, or if if my head ain't spinning, if I, or you ain't dizzy, it ain't clean. Those are the things that you hear in our community. Yeah, and I was like, I was having a real conversation with people. I was like, nah, 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 for real. Like, yo, nah, nah, pine saw in it. I got a. Then one one person like, I got to mix the pine saw and the bleach together. This sounds like an explosive. It sounds like something yeah. that will kill no, you. It sounds like napalm. Like, <laughs> right? That's how you. That's the Korean. That's, that's what they did in the Korean War. I'm like, what are you talking about? I have a question for you about right, cleaning stuff. On. I got one more for you, but go ahead. Uh, so I want to know if this is if, if this is a mm-hmm. distinction between females and males, or mm-hmm. if this is a white and black thing. All right, come on. When you are having, when you know that you're about to have company over to the house, uh-huh. and you clean the bathroom up, mm-hmm. what do you let, let's say? Let's hypothetically. One of your guests needs to go and use the bathroom. Uh-huh. They wash their hands and they look over and they're okay. trying to dry their hands. What when you have company coming over? What do they dry their hands with? I like to have them a nice full roll of paper towel in there to dry their hands off on. Cause, cause I'm a bachelor, so right. my my body towel that I dry off with that morning, right, 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 also doubles as how I dry my hands off. But I don't want you rubbing and then you got. Uh, uh, fe- a staff infection, fecal, uh, fecal matter on right. your hand, yeah, ball sweat. You know, yeah. <laughs> so you, know, you yeah. don't. So you you would would you provide like you go get a roll of paper towels and yeah. bring it and into I the make bathroom? Sure they got. I, I beat them to the bathroom. Make sure they got a. I want it to be. I don't want it to be like the little. You want them to be able to throw it away when they're done. Throw it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So that makes sense. My wife. I never <laughs> ever about to get seven trouble now. in my life saw this before I got married to Tracy. <laughs> She has stacks of designer napkins that she puts on the sink. I've seen it. Only for company when they come over. I've seen it. And I'm like, why don't we have this bath towel in here? Like, <laughs> we use the bath towel when everybody else, right. but it's just us. It's just us, yeah. Which but is also super nasty, man. You're washing your hands. Disgusting. And then places your hands, you just dry your ass. Right. Earlier today. Man. Dude, we're gro- people, I'm telling man, you, we man. we do nasty shit as people, man. We're nasty. We, yeah. we, do, we do nasty shit. But here's another thing, too, Kenny. Uh, as a white man. Have you ever seen your either your mom or Tracy season the bathtub? Or do you even know what this referring to? <laughs> season the bathtub. Is this a um <laughs> so there, 
there's there's a there's a product called uh comet that's a powder yeah right so, <laughs> my mom used to use comet all, all right? the time but i guarantee you she didn't use it like we use it <laughs> do you take a bath in comet no no oh god all right now, See, com- hold, now on, hold on okay we gotta wrap up <laughs> listen listen hope you kiss my bro all right all right kid season in the bathtub goes this way have you ever seen chicken get seasoned? You you white, so I have to ask you. Have you ever actually seen seasoned chicken before? <laughs> yes. All right. Black people believe that if you use common powder, which using common powder is ridiculous anyway. Like that that within itself is stupid. Like there's no point of using common powder in 2023. But we believe that the way you're supposed to clean your tub with common powder, or Ajax powder, whatever you're using is, you sprinkle it all, you sprinkle the dry powder on yeah. the dry tub. Or the semi-wet tub, yeah, and you let it sit there like you're like you're seasoning chicken. Like right. you, you let it sit there. You let it you let it degrind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're more familiar with this than, than I thought, right? Absolutely, man. I grew up in Memphis, man. I know a lot about this stuff. All right, I'm here to debunk the theory that thinking it actually works. <laughs> it's actually doing anything. You can actually just put that powder down. Come with the water, scrub, like immediately, and keep it going. You don't have to let it sit there for twenty minutes <laughs> while it breaks down the, the dirt follicles. You can just kind of use it like as, as normal. That's the reason why bathtubs haven't lasted for very long. <laughs> right. so stuff is you didn't burn the enamel. You didn't burn the enamel. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, man! I gotta get up out of here, man. Hey, but for real though, for uh, for Kenny Stubblefield behind the glass, for my guest, the Michael Cole, who was awesome. Today for the uh, two seconds before this one. Um, yeah, hope you guys have a great Memorial Day. Shout out to all the troops that uh, that uh, that passed away uh, for us. Um, we give you guys memory on uh, on on Monday. And shout out to you too, Big Mama. We love you. We miss you. We miss you, Auntie. We miss you, Uncle Tuck, Uncle Buck, and all y'all for sure. But yeah, we about to slide out, man. But to y'all, till we see y'all next time. Anthony the same. I mean, I'm Anthony the same. Kenny Stubblefield behind the glass. We'll see y'all next time. We out. Thank you for listening to The Anthony Sane Show. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and a review wherever you download your podcasts. Also, like and subscribe to Bluff City Media's YouTube page. For comprehensive coverage of Memphis sports, head over to www.bluffcitymedia.co and find out how you can become an insider. We will see you back here next week.